Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Welcome to Five Minute Podcast. To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call Tink's Magical Vacations at 833-88-TINKS today or visit tinksmagicalvacations.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of 5-Minute Popcast, brought to you by Tink's Magical Vacations. My name's Nick, also known as Adams on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, today, I am uh, very excited to introduce you guys to um, Corey Amrine. He is a um, Adventures by Disney tour guide, um, as well as, you know, uh, I'm a tour guide and, you know, an, an all-around uh, adventurer. Um, how you doing, Corey? I'm good. How are you doing today, Nick? Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty good. A little, little bit cold where we are. How about you? <laughs> Oh, it's freezing where I am. It's a couple feet of snow outside, and just trying to stay inside and stay warm. Oh, we don't have snow yet, but um, you know, thank God. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is odd for New England. We usually have had at least two or three storms oh, by now, man, at least good yeah. ones. So, yeah, yeah. All right, so um, you know, like I was saying in the intro, um, you know, you are a Adventures by Disney tour guide. Um, do you want to kind of talk about you know Adventures by Disney, kind of how it works, what it is? Absolutely. So, Adventures by Disney is a uh, it's a tour-based company, obviously, through Disney, that it's really uh, focused on families and family adventure and how we can bring generations together. So you can have grandpa and grandma taking their grandchild and all, you know, everybody in between and really having a, um, an opportunity to experience all of these things throughout the world as uh, as a family. And we want to, you know, obviously put the Disney spin on it, but most of all, have the, um, have the Disney quality. That is the number one thing that I've seen with the company. Um, over the years and it really uh it helps change people's lives and just their whole uh outlook on travel to be honest with you well you know and um you know i can kind of vouch for that because you know when before i had called you i was kind of trying to figure out you know what what you'd sound like you know because i i've been excited to talk to you know a guy i'm a big outdoorsy guy so you know i'm like and the second you answered i'm like okay this guy's disney and you know you can you can tell in the personality and the demeanor so you know i really understand what you're saying there um so um you know like i said i was just online looking at um you know the different packages and trips and um you said you do the south america stuff um, and, yeah. and a couple other things. Do you want to talk about, you know, kind of the different places you go and where you've been? Absolutely. Yeah. So I go all over. Well, let's start with North America. I do. Uh, our, it's called our Cowboys and Canyons trip. And that is based in basically Arizona, Utah, you know, Grand Canyon, Moab and uh, Monument Valley and the, the different areas down there. Also do Wyoming, where you're going to a private ranch up in just outside of Jackson Hole. And of course, you do Jackson Hole and Yellowstone over there. Um, I, I'm a certified guide in Washington, D.C. I've done Northern California when we used to do, do that. Also, Alaska and the Alaska cruise ship, again, when we used to do that. Uh, I do South America as well, so Costa Rica, um, going down to Ecuador, Ecuador and Galapagos. And I also do the Amazon region, uh, Peru as well, going up to Machu Picchu and Cusco, different areas up there. And then uh, going over to Europe, I, I guide uh, the the central Italy trip that goes to Rome, Florence, and Venice, and then the southern Italy trip that starts uh, just you go basically do the Amalfi Coast and then in Florence over there, over to Spain. I do you know this Madrid and, and Barcelona and all that to our, our shorter adventure over there, uh, as well as I guided the Egypt trip when we when we had that and I fingers crossed it. Oh, that's awesome! Day. Oh, it was unbelievable, man, unbelievable. And then I do South Africa. And I've also have uh, done some uh, 
uh, Australia on my own, but I, you know, basically know the the Disney trip through and through there, and uh, just been all over, just and had a blast doing it, man. Had a really good time. I can imagine, you know, um, and I'm sure, you know, I know again, you know, going back to my thoughts before we talked, but I, I'm sure there's plenty of people who are kind of wondering. How do you become, you know, an adventure guide like this, especially for, you know, Adventures by Disney? <laughs> yeah, it, well, my story is, is a lot different from many others. I was a river guide in the Grand Canyon. And, okay. down, and so I was based down here in Moab, Utah. And I'd go out every week and do 10 days down on the river. And one of these trips, we had a Disney executive with us. And we were going down the river, and he was talking a lot to us. Uh, it was actually my kid brother and I. And he was talking to us about this uh, new program that they had at Disney that was getting launched and that he could get us an interview and all that and to apply when it came on. So I said, yeah, for sure. So for the next couple of weeks, I was looking online every single day because I was, I was fascinated with what he was telling us. And uh, I did apply and I got an interview and uh, what well, they call them auditions. So I, I got an audition and it was really interesting because when I went to the audition, I showed up in a cowboy hat and jeans. I didn't know what what to expect you know i'd never been yeah. to a disney audition before and uh, here i was this this horseback guide and you know i was driving safaris in kenya and, and leading the river and you know leading ski patrol just kind of doing all of the above and um so i show up with my cowboy boots and jeans and my cowboy hat and i walked in and my my who's now my dear friend katie star she saw me walk in and, and she was one of the head bosses and she said hey take off your hat so i took off my hat right away thinking oh my gosh and uh, thinking I, I had already blew the interview, honestly. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, thinking, oh, I, I, everyone is in shirt and ties, and they all had their monologue planned, and we practiced their speeches. I honestly didn't even put a thing together. I said, oh, no, I am going to disappoint my friend who, uh, <laughs> who got me this interview, who was, by the way, uh, one of the highest positions at Disney you could get. Oh, okay. And I was just thinking, oh, man, when I talk to Mike, he's going to be so bad. And so um, – I go in there and turn up. They ask me questions and I get through the interview and I really thought, Oh, they're, they're not going to hire me. Why would they do such a thing? And then uh, sure enough, a couple weeks later, I got a call from, from adventures by Disney. And they said, you can come out to training if you like. And I'm sure I went on out and it, it just kind of went from there, you know? And, and uh, it's been 12 years now I've been with them. And honestly, they, they've become family. You, and you know how families are. You, you do things sometimes and they get after you and, and you're thinking, oh, man, but they've really looked out for me. And I just really appreciate everything they've done for me. Yeah, that sounds like a really awesome way. And it, it, it seems like, you know, when it comes to getting into Disney, especially, you know, in things like this capacity, that's, you know, you, you hear stories like that. And it, it's it's so cool to talk to someone who does have a story like that. You know, you know, I was out yeah. on the river and, you know, and exec was like, hey, <laughs> you know, come apply. That, that That's awesome. You know, yeah. so, um. Now, so kind of, you know, like you said, you do a couple other things, you know, again, you, it seems like you, you kind of did every type of guiding and, and stuff yeah. like that, you know, before and, and, you know, currently. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that experience? Sure, yeah. Well, I started when I was uh, 17. I was a river guide down in, actually up in Northern California on the American River. And then I was just doing that on weekends. And then I mm -hmm. got over to the Grand Canyon. And of course, I was doing that all through college. And I mean, you talk about just one of the best jobs of your life, just being out there all the time on the river and getting to know people. And I mean, you work harder than you've ever worked in your life. You're up at 4 a.m. working to sometimes to 11 p.m. You have to prepare the food. You have to know how to work on the boats, work on the engines, take care of the people and navigate the river. And you need to be basically EMT certified because if something happens out there, you're, you're the guy. You got 
to take Absolutely, care of it. Absolutely, yeah. And so um, that was that was just it was unbelievable. And then I had a buddy and I made his name uh, Craig, Craig Lucky was his name, and he was driving safaris over in Kenya. And so yeah. hey, here I'm this 19 year old kid. He said, Hey, you want to come drive with us? Said, sure, I'll come on over. So we're driving these safaris with these tractors in Kenya. Just you know, these guys would tell us where to go, and I'd go and pretend like I knew about the animals. <laughs> you know, again, a 19 year old kid. And so um, it just really progressed from there. After getting into Disney, I started uh, teaching at a school in San Francisco called ITMI, where mm-hmm. they have put about 10,000 people through their, their course. And a bunch of, actually a bunch of the guides at Disney uh, have gone through ITMI. It's just one of the uh, channels. You, if you want to become a guide, you can go through. And um, I've been there now for about eight years. And I've taught you know, probably 2,000 different guides. Who, they, and they work for all the companies. And, you know, I hear, I get to know all the other managers of all the companies and really, really well. They become good friends. And it's funny because they always offer me jobs, but I always say, no, I'm going to, I'm going to stay with Adventures by Disney. Yeah. yeah. This is, this is my, what's that new word they use? This is my tribe, you know, whatever they would say. But uh, they, they, honestly, you work so much with these, these people, especially the co-guides out there throughout the world. Um, They become some of your best friends, you know, and I know I'm getting off track a little bit. But uh, just back no, to back to uh, just guiding with going through uh, the rivers and uh, Kenya and different things, and then um, you know I was leading some horseback tours down in Moab as well, getting up there, hiking tours, um, driving safaris in, in the southern Utah desert and northern Arizona, and uh, really just being outdoors all the time. It, it's been uh, it was just fascinating, and then. Uh, I still like to do that, but, you know, 40 kind of catches up to you quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your body slows down a little bit, so you have to you have to give up some. So I still do the river. I still have my, my, my dear friend, Brian Merrill, who uh, he is the owner of a company called Western River. And uh, he gives me calls every once in a while to go back down and go run Cataract Canyon or, or uh, mm-hmm. Desolation or something. And, uh, yeah, I'm never going to say no to that. That's just beyond amazing, and I have – you just there's, there's something about getting out there with nature. You're saying you're 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 an outdoorsy guy as well, and being out there with uh, you know one one amongst nature, like I, I like to call it, and where you're really depending on and and relying on nature and the weather and looking for the river. There's just I, there's something about that. It's just a, a really neat experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, why don't we take a quick break for uh, you know to hear a word from the sponsors, and then I definitely okay. want to kind of talk a little bit more about the nature aspect of things. Absolutely. All right, cool. So let me just end this real quick. All right, so you know, again, like I said, I wanted to get back to you know the nature aspect of things, um, uh-huh. and then I want to again, I want to ask you about the the co guide thing, because yeah, and I'll tell you why after you understand a little bit more why I'm obsessing over that. But um, you know, like like I was telling you, you know, and, and uh, like some of my guests know, I don't really know um how many do though. Um, you know, I spent a summer as a, as a, a state park ranger. Um, I was on the third shift, you know, it was a seasonal job in Connecticut because we do have what's called the Environmental Conservation Police, which are um, part state and federal um, wildlife protection agents. Um, so, you know, they, they kind of use us to supplement, you know, during the, the busy seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I had an absolute blast. You know, like I said, they, you know, they, they told me they're going to pay me to hike. Um, you know, again, I was on third shift, so, you know, I got real good at, you know, hiking through the woods in the middle of the night, you know, with, a oh, you know, minimal geez. light and just, you know, really seeing some oh, awesome yeah. things out there. Um, but, you know, do you have any kind of, you know, you know, especially Adventures by Disney, just because, you know, we are the, the Disney, you know, podcast. 
Um, any just experiences out in nature that really caught your eye? You know, especially back in uh, when I was in Costa Rica, we used to go down to this national park down there called Manuel Antonio. And it was one of the most unbelievable places I have ever seen on the planet. You're just walking through this, this thick jungle forest and you end right up on the Pacific Ocean. You just walk out there and all oh, of a sudden wow. you're at this beautiful, pristine beach. You can just go in and you can actually go, you can go swimming if you want and all that. Of course, you got to watch out for saltwater crocodiles. That's just, that's the nature of Central America, but they've never had an attack there. So that's kind of throws it out. The one thing, though, that will get you is when you put your stuff down, it's the monkeys. The monkeys will actually go and look through your stuff. They're looking for anything shiny or food. And so it was funny when we'd take groups down there, we'd have one adventure guide that would go and guard your stuff and watch out for the monkeys while the rest of the group would go swimming and, you know, be in the water and all that stuff. And it was, it was fascinating because as you would walk back, you would go back through. It's about a half a mile walk. You'd go back through this this thick forest area, and at the other end of the forest, there was this creek you'd have to cross to get over to where the bus was. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember the uh, the local guide, and his name was Fico. He would go in the water first, and I remember kind of watching and seeing what he was doing. And the water was only, I mean, it was only shin deep. It was not dangerous or anything. Well, we get through the water, and I'd ask Fico, I'd say, hey, man, what, what were you doing? He says, I was watching for crocodiles, buddy. And I was like, whoa. Okay, (laughs) you know, it's one of those things. That's why, you know, you have the locals. They really know how to uh, they know safety first. It's always safety first. And uh, they know the tides. They know the best time to go through. And he I was watching him later and I realized he was timing everything. He knew when the tides would change. He knew when the water would go down and when it was safe to go across. And that's just again, that's just one thing I'll never forget. But uh, you can ask any of the Costa Rica guides that were there, and we're, we're going to talk about Manuel Antonio. Uh, just they're just nothing like it. Just beautiful. Well, well, yeah, and you're saying safety first. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I could go there and hike that or do this, and uh-huh. they don't realize, you know, like like you're saying, you know, he's checking to see when that water's going to be a certain height. You know, if you're yeah. going through through a creek that's you know two or three feet tall and it's murky water. A croc can hide there and you will never know that they were there before they get you, you know. So having these guides and, you know, especially trusting Disney, because if Disney does it, it's, in my opinion, excuse me, opinion, one of the safest things out there. um, Oh, yeah. Because of how stringent they are with safety. Um, You know, and it's it's actually funny. I tell people I I do Uber and Lyft on the side as well. And people ask me, which do you like more? And, you know, I'm sorry, Uber, but I like Lyft more. And everyone's like, why? I'm like, well, if you think about it, Disney chose Lyft to be their minivan service provider. Yeah. If Disney trusts them, then I trust them without a doubt. And it's the same thing. If, if Disney takes guys like you and like these, what are they, co-guides and local mm-hmm. guides, and they trust them this much, you know, they're, you know, they're putting these, you know, your life in their hands and they're trusting them to do that. You know, you can have a pretty safe experience. You know, don't get me wrong. Still make sure you're paying attention. You find your footing, oh, yeah. you know, you listen, but. Really, you know, it, it seems like, you know, going by Adventures by Disney really is a, a, a great way to, uh, you know, adventure. It is. And, you know, I'll just give you, uh, I'll, I'll expand on safety just a little bit. We were just in Rome. Uh, I was just in Rome over, over uh, the holidays. And one day we go to the Colosseum, and that's the last day we're in Rome. And one thing I always like to do, just because I, I am a safety nut, if you ask any of my co-guides, my guests need to be safe. 
and I always say I'll become a bulldog very quickly for safety of my guests. I will stand up and make sure nothing happens to them. And, you know, the, the elephant in the room is we're always, a lot of guests are worried about Europe right now. They are, and for, for legit reasons. Um, mm-hmm. But whenever we go to the Coliseum or even the Vatican, I will get up probably an hour and a half to two hours early and I will get in a taxi and go over there before the guests. And I'm yeah. going to look, I look around and I say, how does this feel? And I watch people and I make sure, okay, is this safe? Is this safe? And, you know, there's only been one time I felt, I, I felt it wasn't safe, but I get yeah. up there and I make sure that it, it's going to be safe for our guests, hundred percent safety, no matter what. And then I go back and I will tell the local guide, in this case, it was Christina. I let her know, hey, I, I just went, everything seems safe, and it's a go. Let's go do it. Cool. That's awesome. You know, um, you know, and now you keep talking about local guides and co-guides. You know, I think it's a really good time mm-hmm. to kind of get into that. You know, yeah. I when I adventure or I go places, you know, everyone's like, oh, did you check out this big place or go do this big thing? And I said, no. Well, like, what did you do? I went into this little shop. I talked to this person. I met this guy, you know, <laughs> you know, and, you know, I tried this, you know, this, this food. And then I went to the next stop and they said, no, theirs is better. And I tried their version, you know, so it sounds like you kind of have, you know, the locals and these, you know, groups uh-huh. of people that, you know, kind of give you that experience. Yes, yes. Well, whenever we go into country, say we're going to Australia, Peru, wherever, there's going to mm-hmm. be an American guide like like me, and then you're going to have a, a local Disney guide. So say we're going to Peru, I'm going to have um, a local guide, and it's either Rudy or Harvey. And again, they're, they're Peruvian. They're both from Cusco, and they've both been guides there for years. They're both licensed guides in Peru. And so we go there, and obviously, we, so we have the Peruvian. Well, then we go to places like Machu Picchu, and then when we go there, we're going to even have a third guide with us. And so oh, wow. we, we want to make sure everybody is completely covered and, you know, obviously for safety. Safety is always first. But this is what I love about Disney is they take it to that level and then they take it to the next level. They say, OK, not only are we going to get a local guide such as Rudy, we're going to mm-hmm. get a, even another local guide who is another expert who obviously we've researched, we've interviewed to see how they are. And then they're going to be with us the entire time, just so our guests, any any question that they have, will will be answered. And they'll if they want to go to the Sun Gate or if they want to go to the Watchtower or anything like that, one of us will have the time to go with them and we'll be able to assist them. And this is I mean this is one thing I do love about Disney guides. And I don't again I don't mean to ever put down at their companies because I again I, I work with their managers, I, I train their guides. You know I did mm-hmm. that at school. But the one thing I see with Disney guides and going across the board is Disney guides on our free time will not take free time. <laughs> we will go out and we will we want to be with our guests. We want to show them around. We, we're so excited about showing uh, things we know. Yeah, again, at Machu Picchu, the one thing I love to do is take guests to the Sun Gate. That's on the Inca Trail. And yeah. that is it's something, you know, we can go hike up with a bunch of guests and show them. The, this area up there, um, I, I again talking about Rudy. He loves to do different hikes around our hotel over there in Urubamba, and then um, you know I'll talk about Robbie in Ecuador. Same thing. We get out to one of the hotels. He's always doing nature walks. You know, say we have three hours off in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. An adventure guide never takes off those three hours in the afternoon. They're always <laughs> they're always thinking, okay, well, what can we do for our guests? How can we bring it to the next level yeah we, we want our guests to have 
the, you know, just the best experience possible. And it is the only place I've ever seen this. And again, I've been in the industry for over 22 years, but it's been, in, it's the only place I've ever seen where the guests, they, they are, are completely taken care of and the guides are just always willing and, and really want to just give that experience. Well, yeah. And, you know, it seems like, you know, again, you're going to be talking with um, Hope and Hannah here and, um, you know, our listeners will be able to listen to that on the uh, Park Hop and Twins podcast a couple weeks from now. Uh Um, But, you know, I hear, you know, it seems like, you know, when they come back, you know, you guys are friends, you know, they, they, you know, it wasn't just a, oh, do this, do this, you know, it's, it's, it's your good friend saying, oh man, you got to try this. This is awesome. And, And I really like that. It seems super cool. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's funny. My sometimes my co guides in Italy will will make fun of me a little bit because I always like I'm I'm the one, and you get it too because you're you're outdoorsy too, where you have to get up and walk around. And I went up just outside of our hotel, the uh, Borgo, up in Tuscany, and I walked to this little village. And in this little little medieval village, I walked into this church one night. Yeah. It was ah, 11, 11.30 at night, pretty late, you know. But it was one of those things. I was trying to walk off the pasta I, I had. And uh, walk into this old medieval church, and I walk in, and I see these lights in the front. I'm thinking, what is that? And I walk up, and I see this saint who is in this this glass coffin thing. You can look in. Yeah. He's from the he's from the 1200s. He's oh right man! There, right there. And so sure enough, I go back to the hotel, and the next day I'm telling everybody about this. I'm thinking, you guys have got to come see this. Yeah. This is unbelievable. So I have a group of 45 of us the next day walking down to this little village, going to this little church. And it was just, I could not wait to share it with everybody. It was so yeah. exciting. And uh, so my, my all, again, all my Italian co-guides always make fun of me. They're like, all right, Corey, are you going to take everyone to the village? I said, you know I am. Yeah. <laughs> We're going. That's too funny. Yeah. Um, now, so, uh, you know, we're get, getting a little bit close to, to where I want to finish things off, but um. You know, I don't know if you know this. Um, I'm a big foodie, um, yes. and oh, yeah. you know, we do the the, the monthly um, Disney dining episode. Um, but uh, you know, are there any? You know, on all your little adventures you go to, are there any like you know, if you had, if you had, you absolutely had to pick one restaurant or a little, you know, cookery or eatery. You know, what would it be? There's a little place in Rome. There's this little neighborhood called Festivity, and yeah. I, I one night I happened to stumble into this little hole in the wall. Again, it was like nine o'clock at night on a Tuesday night, and I just walked over there and I found this 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 little place. I walked in and, was, and the little grandma was back there cooking, and I walked in and in my broken Italian, I was talking to her, and uh, she made up for me the best pasta I have ever had in my life, and it was unbelievable. And please don't ever tell my Italian grandma that, but <laughs> it, it was so good. That I have taken, of course, I took, I had to take all my guests, these yeah. experiences, and it, it's literally is probably always their favorite spot in Day. I can imagine just that, you know, that's, I mean, that's as authentic as you can get. Oh, yeah, right there. <laughs> I was cooking right there, making me a big plate of pasta, and it's just, it's out of this world. Yeah, definitely. All right, so, um, you know, with that, you know, I, I kind of want to start closing things out. Um okay. You know, again, I'm urging everybody listening in, um, Adventures by Disney, you know, start looking around, you know, Costa Rica, South America, Italy, Spain, Egypt, Australia. You never know, Corey might be one of your guys. Um, Hopefully, have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I know I'm going to be trying to plan a trip here soon, so we'll be talking. But, um, you know, thank you so much for coming on, Corey. Uh, you know, I, I hope we thank talk you, to you Nick. again soon. 
Absolutely, Nick. Thank you for taking the time. No problem. For more from the 5-Minute Podcast Network, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look for at 5MIN Podcast, and we can be heard on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Slacker, and anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. Be sure to leave a review.